Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. There's a theory that there are people who are good and decent out there who always do the good and decent thing and that you, for not agreeing with them, are not good or decent. Now, this plays out specifically well when we talk about President Trump and the Proud Boys. Honestly, anytime someone says Proud Boys, it should be followed with dun-dun-dun. Find that, producer. Ari, find that audio for me, if you will. The Proud Boys are a white supremacist group. Well, I've been searching, and I took a look at what Wikipedia said. I took a look at what uh, New York Post said. They've said some things that I'm certainly not a fan of. Certainly, I've never argued that Gavin McGinnis, um, who was the co-founder of Vice, was ever, you know, a guy I was a super big fan of. If you want to argue... Uh, about a video he uploaded called 10 Things I Hate About Jews, where he said Israelis are obsessed with the Holocaust. Uh, uh, First, are you talking about Israelis? You're talking about Jews in specific. And secondly, uh, being obsessed is far different than remembering and watching people utilize it as a prop for their political motives, which is pretty damn ugly. But you also take a look and the fact that the guy who runs their international organization is is black. Right? You take a look at the Washington Times reporting about a professor um, over there at Kentucky State University saying that the Proud Boys aren't white supremacists. By the way, uh, Wilford Riley is his name and he's black which is going to send people into apoplectic fits that a black person might think that the Proud Boys aren't white supremacists. I have yet to find good information that makes me say 100% a white supremacist group. If you say to me, well, the Southern Poverty Law Center, well, we have to stop right there. I don't trust the Southern Poverty Law Center. They have been shown and they have been sued repeatedly for their bigotry. Because what they do is not point out anybody who's a racist. What they do is point out people they politically disagree with. Is this a defense of the Proud Boys? No. If your argument is you want to mess people up, that's not worthwhile. That's a far cry from protecting, defending oneself. That's a far cry from meeting the threat that is Antifa. And this is where we get into the conversation of Joe Biden. And this is where we bring the receipts This is where the intellect must come into play and the emotion must be set aside because the people who claim to be good and decent and kind and loving and caring, they are all based on emotion, not based on fact, and they are not good nor kind nor decent. I've brought the receipts. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Now, a lot of people saying that President Trump, what he should do is he should, you know, clarify his position. He should clarify his comments 
On the Proud Boys, you know, this all goes back to the debate, right? This all goes back to uh, the debate where uh, President Trump, you had, you had Chris Wallace uh, telling President Trump, why don't you denounce white supremacy? And he's like, sure, I, 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 I will. Uh, yeah, no problem. And uh, who, who do you want me to denounce? And, and uh, Chris Wallace, the moderator, says white supremacists. And Joe Biden says the Proud Boys. He heard that once. And so that's, that's the line that he uses. And President Trump said, uh, Proud Boys, uh, uh, what was it, stand back? Stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand by. That was it. I was getting the stand down. Because what Chris Wallace asked is, why don't you ask these groups to stand down? And what Trump said is, stand back and stand by. So one can wonder whether or not Donald Trump was trying to basically emulate the words of Chris Wallace in that. I don't know if that's the truth. I think it is weird that President Trump has a problem with the straight-out declaration. But I find that his problem with the straight-out declaration of we should uh, be condemning uh, white supremacists comes in these moments. When he is there to present a conversation, he says it often. And as we shared yesterday, I've gotten a lot of uh, requests to share this uh, again. Um It's Joe Biden asking the question to Anderson Cooper on CNN, and it's Donald Trump from 2017 and 2019 being very clear. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? Have you ever heard it? Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? Have you ever heard it? In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. Seems that the president has said it quite a bit. Seems that he has said it a lot. And it seems that the do-gooder, the one who is the arbiter of decency and justice and morality, pays no attention to it whatsoever. They can't help themselves because they aren't actually about good, now are they? Or decency. Right. What they are about is hate. They hate Donald Trump and facts be damned. Anything they can use to say Donald Trump is this and Donald Trump is that, especially Donald Trump is a bigot or an anti-Semite or a racist, they're going to use. The argument of whether or not he answered that question properly is different than whether or not the man is a white supremacist or a supporter thereof. The people pushing this are just hateful. But let's say they believe it. Let's say they believe it and they are opposed to white supremacy and they are opposed to bigotry and they are opposed to anti-Semitism and they are opposed to hatred. I'm seeing a lot of, of, of my fellow Jewish people talk about how Jews have to know this and they can't trust this man. You think Joe Biden has done more for Jews than Donald Trump? What, what, kind, of, what kind of nonsense is this? You kid yourselves. You lie to yourselves day in and day out. And you think that's about Judaism? 
Donald Trump moves the embassy to Jerusalem, which is the capital of Israel, always has been, always will be, signs peace treaties, and Joe Biden is you're better off with? The Democratic Party, the Democratic Party that would not condemn the anti-Semite Ilhan Omar, refused to condemn her, refused to say it by name. They refused. Donald Trump's the problem? It's just a great example of the lie that people tell themselves. But I said I came with receipts on Joe Biden. And what I'm really coming with is the conversation that if the do-gooder, the person who thinks they know about morality and decency and kindness, really wants to discuss it, you have to discuss it in its entirety, not just in part. It, It is a demand. When I see in my state of Indiana that the governor, Eric Holcomb, is saying, I oppose a white uh, supremacy, and the only thing they're supreme in is being stupid, and I won't have it here. Well, good for you. Now do Antifa. Now do the Marxists of Black Lives Matter. Do Marxism. You know, in Indiana, they teach something called radical math. True story. Department of Education site. They have radical math, which is about utilizing mathematics as a way of moving social justice. Put together by a teacher who used to be in Brooklyn and is now in Oakland who says you should support progressive causes and if you see something you don't like, it's okay to utilize violence in order to help. Well, in that case, why isn't this teacher a member of the Proud Boys? They believe the same thing, don't they? But no, the governor of Indiana does not call those people out with the same level of force or if any level of force or at all. But I said this is about Joe Biden. Because if the do-gooder wants to do good, and if they want to claim to be on the side of morality and justice, you have to be opposed to all the things. So let's be opposed to all the things. PJ Media with the story back in July, like they knew it was coming. Now, what's funny is, is that I wrote a story like this. I had written about Joe Biden before. And one of the things that I said is that Joe Biden, he's not a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. Joe Biden has shown himself repeatedly to be rough and tumble, uh, calling people fat, uh, step outside, will do push-ups. He gets tough with people all the time. But that's, you know, uh, a bit of his temperament and a character flaw. That's not really the story. The story is 1977, when Joe Biden, talking about desegregation and integration of society, said, unless we do something about this, my children are going to grow up in a jungle. The jungle being a racial jungle, with tensions having built so high that it's going to explode at some point. You mean if white people and black people are together in education, it's going to be a racial jungle? That's what you said. That's a disqualifying comment. I want to hear the political left call it out. Not for what aboutism, because that's what you're going to hear. Tony, that's what aboutism. No, 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 no. This is about you telling me how good and moral and decent you are. You're supposed to be opposed to these things. But if you're not opposed to all of these things... You're opposed to the idea that Donald Trump won't call out white supremacists. Okay, I'm not telling you no. But if you're not opposed to all of it, then what are you other than a liar? 
2007, praising Barack Obama. Quote, you got the first mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and clean and a nice-looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. Well, of course, as you know, when you uh, want to compliment a person who's black, you tell them they're articulate. I mean, we've discussed this for a while in America. I thought we were past that moment. Maybe Joe Biden has learned from there. But you wouldn't let anybody else get away with that from 13 years ago. But Joe Biden's okay. There's a rule in from Alinsky in that you have to hold people up to their standard. Well, the decent people want to tell me about how to be decent. So, okay, do Joe Biden. Joe Biden, 2014, um, talking uh, about... Um, People dealing with foreclosures, uh, soldiers dealing with foreclosures and and loans, right? Uh, And that people would come to him and talk about what was happening to them at home in terms of foreclosures, in terms of bad loans that were were that were being. I mean, these Shylocks who took advantage of um, these women and men while overseas. Shylocks. Nice to know he uh, knows the classics. But Shylocks is uh, part of the trope for Jews. Of course, it's an anti-Semitic remark just six years ago. And Joe Biden gets a pass. Then again, the Democratic Party won't condemn the anti-Semitism of Ilhan Omar in 2018, 2019, nor the bigotry of Rashida Tlaib. 2019, we should challenge students in these schools, said Joe Biden. We have this notion that some of you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Huh. Well, so poor kids are black kids? Is that what we're saying? And then uh, he continued, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it. But think about how we think about it. Well, that that wasn't any word salad. 2006? I've had a great relationship, he said, uh, on the road to the White House. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Now, it's not me saying it about him. He said he's not joking. Where is the political left to call out this bigotry? To demand that they show us, or I demand that they show us, how good and decent they are. Where are they to demand goodness and decency amongst all? And the answer is they're nowhere to be seen because they don't give a good holy damn about goodness and decency. The facts are the facts, guys. They can't be denied. Oh, people are going to come at me. Oh, they're going to come on Twitter. Tony, you don't understand. Tony, you're just covering for a white supremacist. Stop talking with your words in your mouth and your face and your whatnot. You're the one who's the moral arbiter here. So I'm asking you to do so. And then, of course, May of 2020, talking to radio host Charlemagne the God who said, uh, you know, Charlemagne said, listen, you got to come see us when you're in New York, Vice President Biden, VP Biden. It's a long way until November. We've got more questions, to which Biden said, you've got more questions? Well, I tell you what, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or or Trump, then you ain't black. And yet the left does not say this is bigotry and we'll have no part of it. This is shameful and disgusting and we'll have no part of it. This is wrong and we'll have no part of it. What do they say? Donald Trump's a white supremacist. 
Why won't Donald Trump condemn white supremacy? My goodness gracious. Changing culture, and you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists. We're through the looking glass, guys. We see it. We're aware of it. We know for fact that these people on our social media feeds who want to tell us, if you're supporting this racist Donald Trump, unfriend me now. Okay. And later I'm going to go through unfriending some people. They don't want me. I don't want them. I wish it wasn't this way. But if they said to me, I really oppose this stuff and I oppose it when Biden does it and I oppose it when Trump does it, I'd say, okay, that's rational. That's rational. Now, by the way, you might ask yourself, well, if Trump is no good and Biden's no good, what do I do? This is where further rationality comes into play. Because if you've taken a look at it, like I have, what you say to yourself is, there are things Trump says that drive me flat out crazy, and there are things that Biden says that are just disgusting. So what do I go to? Because these are my choices, right? You can vote for the libertarian Joe Jorgensen, you're more than welcome to. But if you think your choice between one of these two, what do you do? You do, if I may, what I did in 2016. I had Hillary Clinton, I had Donald Trump. I wasn't sure about Donald Trump. But I knew with Hillary Clinton, I'd get zero of what I wanted. With Donald Trump, it was a jump ball. I had a 50-50 shot. You know what? It's worked out pretty well for Tony. I got judges everywhere. I've got a better opportunity for a better Supreme Court. I've got a fi- finally a conversation about the border that matters. I'm dealing with China. We have tax cuts. These are things that I favor. So if I'm going to take a look at 2020, who can get you through a pandemic? Who can rebuild an economy? Who's dealing with the threat of China? Who wants to engage the proper military uh, buildup that is necessary to face the threats of the coming world, including cybersecurity? These are the things that I look at. Are both men imperfect? Sure. You you bet. But I'm not looking for perfect. I'm not looking for a boyfriend. I'm not looking for somebody to be the outside spoon. I am looking for things that make my life better. And sometimes it comes from people who aren't your favorite. Okay. But if we want to go down the idea of bigotry... We're going to call out all the bigotry. And if we don't, and specifically if the political left doesn't, well, then I'll pay no attention to them. I will pay them no mind because what they are is political, not decent. They are political, not good. They are political, not moral. I'll have no part of them in my life. They will have no say over what I do. And when they seem to push the idea that they know best, We'll remind them of Joe Biden. And when they say you can't say that, we'll know that they don't actually mean what they say. And ain't that the truth? I'm Tony Katz.